This is the Aligned Dad podcast. Hola, hola. Hi Scott. Hello, Hello Prashant. How are you? I am doing fine. How are you doing Scott? I'm very very good. We're back again. We're back yes. again after a long With absence of feels. 1 to 10. 10. We are on episode 10. Damn, I can't believe it. We have <laughs> Yes, and we have covered a range of topics and uh, we are not running out of ideas. No. Right? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yes. So it's got like 15. Um, <laughs> More yes. than 15. So Scott just just um out of curiousness uh, after the podcast has started uh, have you been making notes of topic ideas do you do you think that oh this will be a good uh, topic for the podcast episode have you been making notes definitely yeah yeah definitely um even when i speak to so, friends and that kind of stuff as well they're sort of like that would be a good uh, wow. uh, you know theme for your podcast i was like okay yeah, great how many have you piled up until now How many uh, ideas you mean? Yep. How many uh, ideas? Yeah. A week yeah, I've, I've got, you know, Notes that's in, um, it's, okay. it's that app. It's called Notes. Yep. So on my, um, yep. on my phone, I've got one and I've got one at home as well. So yeah, I've got like, one, two, three, like 12 to 15 at the moment. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Mine is, mine is almost the same. I'm at, I'm at 13. Yeah, okay, cool. 13 yeah. different ideas. So, um so the listener and all the amazing dads around the world are in store for more beautiful and relatable and personal content. Uh so today's uh topic thematic comes from me Scott like we scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um so my topic idea for the day is staying away from your daughters and your daughter is staying away from you and the concept of i'm missing you dad or uh, i'm missing you my child so mm. what what are the uh, experiences around this uh, topic are there any stories that you would like to share scott uh, before i get to mine and how do you console your little one and how do you console yourself when there are times like these it could be a few hours that you're away from your child or it it could be a few weeks in some cases if they visit your grandparents or they're out uh, for a, a field trip um and or whatever reason you know they are meant to be away for quite a period of time how do you manage this yeah interesting interesting uh theme you've come up with here prashan i like it um yeah it, to, like i haven't had an extended time away from from Violet um you know she goes and stays at at her um her grandma and pucker she calls him pucker mm. um grandpa she can't say grandpa probably so she <laughs> says pucker so she she stays in with them you know whenever we can and and whenever they you know whenever they're sort of ready to have her um but yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a time of a story that I can convey where i was where was i was i away no i wasn't um there's been times that are like harder times for me of having to see violet is when she's been in an accident mm. right so it was she's been in numerous accidents because she's 
she's just not shy of falling over or just getting into things because she's like I said before in a previous episode she's a bundle of energy and she just loves to get out and play and do things right so there was a time when I was at work and my phone rings or the, the message goes off and it's Charlotte, you know, and it's at a time during the day when she's at home with, with Violet. <laughs> Actually, no, she wasn't at home with Violet. Violet's at daycare. And so Charlotte's called me and I'm, I'm like, okay, this is an interesting time. What's going on? Pick up the phone. And she says, look, Violet's had an accident. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, what, what's going on? And she's like, look, she's okay, but she's at daycare and she's had a fall and she's fallen straight on her face and she couldn't put her hands out to, to catch herself and she's just busted a lip and so her lip is just split mm. and so she's like look we're going to have to take her to get stitches you know we're going to have to go to going to have to go to the hospital and I'm like okay you know so look I'll I'll head home from work I'll come back I'll pick you up and then we'll we'll go grab her and we'll go to to the hospital and, you know, on the way there, I'm trying to, you know, calm myself down. I'm thinking, okay, how bad is it? You know, what's it going to be like at the doctor, at the hospital? Mm. And so anyway, no, sorry, I couldn't. I didn't pick Charlotte up because she was at work. So I had to go to daycare to pick her up. And I took it to the ambulance, uh, took it to the hospital on my own. Mm. And so I get, I get to daycare and she's just, you know, this blood down her chin and, She's been crying and the daycare lady's been crying as well. (laughs) She's like, she's distraught, feeling like she's feeling terrible because this has happened on her watch. And so anyway, we're we're like, okay, look, we have a look at it. It's pretty swollen, you know, it's busted Mm. up. And I'm thinking, okay, look, we'll probably, we'll have to get stitches, you know, because it's right in the corner, like right in the corner there Mm. between like, you know, between the, the skin and the lip. Right. And so, okay, off we go, put her in the car and we head to, to the um, the hospital and we're waiting. We have to wait for a while. So I basically had to, you know, try try my best to entertain her. And there's, you know, there's a TV at, at the hospital and whatever because we've been a few times before. They're all, when we walk in the hospital, they're almost like, oh, you're back. You're back, <laughs> are you? <laughs> they kind of know us by first name, you know, almost. Oh, and so – my my worry with this as well is the fact that she's had some bad experiences before mm. um, at at the hospital where she hasn't enjoyed it one bit at all, and so I'm thinking, man, like if they're gonna if they're gonna have to give her painkillers, what's gonna happen, right? Mm. And so we eventually get seen by the doctor. We go into the waiting room, and the doctor goes, "Look, it's it's not too bad, but it's in a really." It's in a really sort of difficult position, definitely for healing, right? Because it's the lip and just where the skin is. And so he's like, "Look, what what I recommend is give her. We're going to have to give her some ketamine <laughs> to calm her down." And I'm thinking, "Oh my god, you know." And he's like, "Look, ketamine. What what that does for for kids is it? I, f- I forget the word that he used, but basically it gives it gives them a, a like a detachment." from reality mm. of, of what's going on. So anesthesia. it'll help them with not... Is it anesthesia? Yeah, it's sort of an anesthesia. Okay. Well, I, I believe that it's anesthesia that they give to horses. It's really quite strong. Mm. But obviously they you know, give it to her in her body weight or whatever. But so it sort of detaches her from the pain. 
And I'm thinking, oh, man, how are they going to give it to her? Because she, mm. she freaked out last time. And they said, look, I'll go back. We'll chat to the plastic surgeon. You guys just wait a little bit and then we'll come back and grab you, right? And I'm like, okay, so I'm keeping Charlotte informed. I message her and telling her what, what's going on. And she's like, oh, no, no. Anyway, about an hour has gone, par, gone by and just before they've come to get her, she's fallen asleep on my arm. <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, great. And then they come in, they said, all right, come in and grab her, you know, and she's fallen asleep on my arm. And they've looked at it and they said, look, I reckon we can, we can glue it together right now with her asleep on your arm. I'm like, let's do it, you know. And straight away we sort of went into a room and she's asleep and they've glued it together and she didn't wake up at all. (laughs) So it it really, I was like, I felt so calm. I I felt just, I just felt relieved Mm. because I didn't want to put her through any more trauma than what she'd already been through, been you know. Through. And mm. and to see to see your daughter in trauma, to see her to bawling her eyes out, just pulls at your heartstrings, you know. As a dad, you're like, you just want to do everything you can to keep them safe mm. and to keep them out of harm. Mm. And so the last thing I wanted to do is give her another needle and for her to you know to be freaking out and crying and not feeling safe as well. Right. And also too, I'm, I'm sort of hoping that. You know, it, when these things happen, and you're a part of the experience where they're where they're experiencing trauma, do they associate you with that trauma at a later time? You know, <laughs> so I'm, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. So we we sort of got away with that unscathed. You know, she she didn't wake up. She it was all fine, and it really um, like the healing was perfect. It not no scarring. It all turned out well. You know, and so. She was happy. I was happy. Mum was happy, and yeah, it, it was it was a good um, good outcome for all. I reckon. Ooh. Did I was did I answer your question, Prashant? Yeah. Now in this, I would like to know what aspect of this entire episode that you shared, mm. uh, you felt that you're missing your child, or you are. Uh, really desperate to see her or get to her or she's yeah. uh, having that uh, feeling or expression. Uh, could you uh, yeah. take us back to that time? Yeah, sure. So that that feeling of desperation for me was the, the, the point between leaving for work and getting to see her. Mm. And so there was about 20 minutes where, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, things are going over in your head. Yep. And, it, and it's that sort of point. You've got 20 minutes to calm yourself down, right. to start to use all these <laughs> lessons that that we've learned through TCP mm. of you know building your awareness and right. and catching your attention, moving your attention, all this sort of stuff, right? So, not thinking the worst, not letting the stories get the better of you, or or what if, or what could be happening right now, you know? So, yeah, there, there's that sort of tug, that sort of tug as a parent i guess where it's like you want to get to your daughter you want to i wanted to to console her or to to be there for her right to let her know it's fine i'm here everything's going to be cool we're going to work this out right and and getting there you know so it's kind of there's a level of stress with that and so i guess i dealt with that by just trying to move my attention like okay look i haven't seen her yet i don't know what it's going to look like I don't know how she's going to be. There's no point in getting over anxious about it. There's no point in, in just sort of, I guess, just losing yourself mm. in in what if. Um, 
so yeah, I, I, I did my best on that 20 minutes to get there and to just keep reassuring myself it's all good. It's all good. No, and uh, Scott, I must say that's a beautiful uh, story uh, that you shared. Um, and I didn't expect you to come up with 20 minutes of missing your child in your life. You know, that 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, I never thought of that because for me, missing a child is okay. Uh, like I shared when we started out the podcast, she has gone for a few hours for a picnic or she's at your uh, grandpa's place uh, and whatever, you know, but 20 minutes, man, that's, mm. and uh, with the kind of detailing that you uh, shared about her uh, injury, I'm sure you would have been uh, devastated uh, looking at her uh, uh part of uh, her uh, journey of her mischief or her <laughs> her own her own fate or destiny whatever you want to call it um, and still keeping a calm and mischief uh, yes and ensuring that uh, she's well uh, that's a beautiful uh, story scott so my uh, uh, story is as fresh as uh, two days back uh, because uh, as uh, you know, Scott, my wife and my daughter <clears throat> have uh, uh, are not here at home. Uh, they have left for my uh, wife's parents' place. So her uh, her other her other grandparents. Uh, so they are based in down south uh, of India. I am based in Bangalore, and uh, they are in a place called Kannur. It is a it is a beach haven. A uh, lot of a lot of beautiful, beautiful. sceneries and uh, there's there's uh, one of the largest uh, uh, driveway beaches um, uh, in Kannur. So, um, just a day before, yes, you should uh, visit there when you're here and if listeners, you're listening, uh, when you're here, please ping us, ping me, uh, I would love to take you there. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, two days before she was uh, supposed to leave, uh, she got this vibe in her that uh, she's going to leave, the bags are going to be packed and I'm not going to be joining them. And I could not join them because I was committed uh, to some work here. After my work is done, I'll be joining them after 15, 20 days. So this 15, 20 days of separation, the concept of this 15, 20 days separation was too much for my daughter to handle. And I could see her, see it in a body language. I could see it uh, in her choosing to be with me consciously wherever I am. Uh, and I also made it sure that even though I am so-called busy, uh, I wanted her close to me. I wanted her to experience that energy of you know yes i love you and you love me too i wanted her to experience that um the the day before that they were supposed to leave i was reading a book to my daughter and midway through i stopped the book and i looked into her eyes and i could see her uh, eyes were heavy uh, and so were mine uh, but i'm the dad so <laughs> so we have to we have to <laughs> put on a certain act um so i the next thing that i yeah. told i could not believe uh, i told it this way uh, i have this concept for a very long time but the way i told it what i'll be sharing with you right now scott i told my daughter adira uh, you know what is the biggest achievement for a father 
towards uh, his child and what is the biggest achievement for a child towards the father or mother so he said what what acha uh, so i said uh, you know the biggest achievement is when you do not miss the person you love she was like what what are you saying so i said a father's biggest achievement is when the daughter does not miss the dad and she could not get it and i could not believe that i am telling something like this very bluntly straight uh, bang on to her face uh, so i had to bridge it uh, in a way that she could understand so i so i told her why do you miss a person you miss a person because uh, you want to be in close proximity to that person you want to see you want to fight you want to have fun mm-hmm. you want to ask permission for something you want to show the new thing you made you want that person around and suddenly when that person is not there you feel mm-hmm. a void but actually mm-hmm. what is that person doing in your life that person is adding a sense of balance in your life where is that balance coming from yes i'm there always for you that balance is there second is mm. whatever you do whatever you show whatever you make and show to your dad or whatever you show to me you want me to share that same joy and happiness in whatever you're doing so i told her mm. that at the end of the day please remember wherever you are whatever you are doing even if my physical presence is not there if you send a message to me or you call me or even if you do not call me our energies are connected and i will share the same joy with you just remember me don't miss me because if you <laughs> yeah if you miss me then you will get into a very downward emotional spiral and that will make you teary eyed and uh, you will really get upset and so she got it she said yeah yeah ja because you know i i now get it so you miss a person because uh, uh, they are they are not there but at the end uh, you you share that aspect of happiness that is it the happiness of they being around when you're doing something when you're doing an act so i told this and she got it and she was very happy but she's a child i forgot that or i was reminded again that she's a child next day at the airport i saw her face shrink down from a from a pumpkin size to a small cherry tomato size she could not <laughs> she was uh, but uh, the words that i mm. told her were ringing in her head so she kept her calm mm. she didn't cry she was very strong all those things happened uh, she finally landed uh, in uh, kanur and after reaching there is when she became terribly cranky she became wild uh, she she started expressing her uh, um, her feelings that she's missing me and mm. uh, my wife mm. later in the night she called and told that this is what happened and next day that is yesterday i spoke to her and uh, i told her how are you feeling so she's very she's very strong again in front of me she's strong yes sir i am fine i am doing good i am yeah. this i am that uh, all those things happen i speak to her at length for an hour chit chatting about things uh, you know how 
we would chit chat if she's uh, right next to me and i cut the call and later in mm-hmm. the evening i get a call from my wife saying that she has not stopped crying the entire day because she's yeah. terribly missing you so <laughs> so <laughs> so even though she said that yeah. she got it she's a child and it was and it mm. is still tough yeah. for her to get this concept but um, there's a reason scott i wanted to share this topic uh, which actually you used a word uh, in your uh, in your story where the doctor was giving something to your uh, daughter which will have a sense of detachment and for me scott i've realized mm. the the uh, what do you say the gateway to misery i want to shut the doors to gateway to misery between me and my daughter by by opening the door of detachment i want to be detached mm. with my daughter in all this mm. physical material sure. space but be spiritually connected with her be eternally connected with her and mm. these uh, uh, bridges of education what i'm presenting to her with situations like this where she's away from me for 10 days 14 days i consider this a blessing because i want her to know that being in person is not really as important as being in your mind and being in your vision being in your imagination and uh, it's going to be tough for her to get it uh, i have uh, i have i'm almost there so i'm not missing my uh, i honestly speaking i'm not missing my daughter i'm not missing her because of this mm. this concept that i have uh, in my mind so uh, if i want if i want to remember her if i want uh, to really feel her and uh, feel her presence uh, right next to me i can replay beautiful memories in my head of the times we were together so uh, the same mm-hmm. is with my wife also uh, we 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 have slowly got into that understanding of detachment and uh, right from mm-hmm. a very early age like 2 3 years uh, uh, now she's 8 say maybe from 5 years onwards i've been telling my daughter that you are our moral responsibility till the age of 18 the day you turn 18 you are going to face th- like with your butt in the in in the house half of your butt in the house uh, on the main door and me and <laughs> your mom are going to kick your butt out and you have to go and explore the world you're not a responsibility after 18 <laughs> so we we are building this uh, yeah we are building this uh, thing and uh, this was the first hand uh, uh, experience that my daughter had to go through uh with the concept of detachment the concept of i am missing you dad mm. or uh, acha i am missing you mm. uh, and the concept of staying away from your loved one so this was my aspect of uh, uh mm. this topic and what i wanted to share any any light bulbs scott for you Prish- yeah oh t- many many light bulbs prashant beautiful man that was that it's just i wish you were my dad <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no there's no way my folks would have ever would have ever they they just they just don't think that way mm. you know in in especially in in this sort of complex um theme that you talked about of detachment right right and you know we're saying we're saying that it's hard for children to to understand the concept well 
it's difficult for adults to understand the concept. Yes. I don't know many adults who have a sense of detachment, true detachment, yep. you know. Yep. And I think true detachment is is a way out of suffering. Yep. Right. It's you know, like Buddha says, it's like attachment is suffering, right? And so <laughs> and and you, you, you pointed directly at it. It's like when we're attached, so so our daughters are attached, we're attached we miss them, emotions kick in, then we start to, you know, get upset and we want and we need, that's attachment. Right. And so it's like if we can if we can just let go of that, if we can disconnect from that attachment, you put it beautifully, you know, it's like the energetic attachment is still there. Right. And that's all you need. It's, it's just that connection to your daughter, connection to the source, connection to whatever it yep. is. And that brings this sense of comfort. Yep. It's like we're never we're we're actually never really apart. It's like we're spiritually connected. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> I'll see you soon. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think it's I think it's fantastic, Rishon. Amazing. And uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's that's uh, that that's an amazing uh, highlight uh, by you, Scott. Uh, I I was reminded uh, of this quote by my grandfather. In his uh, uh, deep sunset years, uh, like uh, mm. say maybe three, two, three years <laughs> before his passing away, uh, where you know they become very vulnerable and they know th- that death is around and uh, uh, they are very scared. And so he used to always use this uh, statement. I'm uh, repurposing it in a different way. He used to say. Uh, mm. My pet name for, from my grandfather was Kanna. So he used to say, uh, Kanna, I I don't want to see you. I don't care if you're in front of me or if you don't uh, come and meet me or uh, you, you have to sit in front of me. I don't care about those things. I just need to hear that you're doing good in life. And the joy that I will get from that is what will keep me happy. And I never, I never uh, bought that out, uh, uh, or or attached that statement with the concept of detachment, with the concept of uh, you know happiness and joy. For him, mm. the mm. only point of uh, helplessness or desperation, the concept that came out from this was, see. Uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to voice my grandfather's head. Dude, you're already way up mm. there. You can't travel. You can't go anywhere. Don't don't be an uh, 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 like uh, a demanding bum and say that you want this, you want that one, you want you want to be here. They have to meet me, and if they do not meet me, I will not be this. I will not be that. And all those theories, just go down to the bare bone principles of your happiness. What is it? You just want to hear your grandsons are doing good. Your grandchildren are doing good. Your children mm-hmm. are doing good. If you hear that, you'll be good. And I think so. This is the this is the theory that he built in his head and put the statement out. And I think so. That's the, that's the most simplest way to practice the concept of uh, detachment. And uh, that's my mm-hmm. uh, little takeaway, uh, Scott, from today's... Uh, heavy, heavy topic. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Oh, I don't know. Heavy, I'd say deep. Yep, I would say yep. deep. It's a deep topic it, it, because 
and you look at the parallel between what we talked about. You're talking about 15 days. Yep. I'm talking about 20 minutes. <sighs> you know, it, it's like yep. it, this sense of detachment. It's like, <laughs> yeah, now I'm looking at myself going, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> I'm really attached. <laughs> but it's like, and, and what, I, what, I, what I hope to achieve right. with Violet is a sense of detachment, right, mm. is, is this sense of letting go of this need to control mm. and letting her live her own life, right? Mm. And, and I have started that um, lately. I've just started letting go of just going, okay, I can't, I can't help her in every single situation. Right. And you watch. You, you watch your kids mm. and the way they learn is by doing is by experience like us, yep. like adults. They learn by doing things. So if we're constantly doing things for them, how are they going to learn right. independence? Absolutely. And and I guess my mum, you know, I love my mum and, and she loves me, but she's she's kind of worried about fully letting go and letting me have that independence because Ooh. it's like – like molly coddling, I think they call it, where it's just like, I just want to make sure you're safe, so I'll do things for you yeah. and it'll be fine, you know. Yeah. Like you're the youngest, I'll I'll look after you, I'll do things for you just to make sure you're safe. Yep. And in a way it's 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 suffocating and you just want you just want to let go and you just go, No, look, you know, and I don't want that to happen to to my relationship with Violet, yep. you know. So yeah, I'm very conscious of that daily. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I, I think this is a great topic to bring up. Prashant, thank you. It was, it's, it's firmly cemented in my head now that, um, this, this also, yeah, the, working towards attachment, I think is great. Thank you. Awesome. So that wraps up today's session of, uh, the episode and uh, we'll catch you on the next hope you had uh, good takeaways from this Scott see you at the next one mm-hmm. yeah. thank you Prashant again and yeah I'll see you very very soon Bye-bye. hey hope you enjoyed today's episode and If you loved what you heard, please do leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app. Scott, over to you. Thanks for being here on this journey of discovery with myself and Prashant. We're so looking forward to sharing our experiences with love and laughter of raising a daughter with you to hopefully lend a helping hand in your times of need. This is the Aligned Dad Podcast. Podcast.